Hello. Okay, today I have on Lindsay from The Park Consulting. I am very excited to have Lindsay on the podcast today because she covers all things parental leave. She works with organizations on parental leave as well as individual sessions with moms and parents. I'm not sh- I'm not shy about saying maternity leave is very difficult to navigate and my current company was a disaster trying to figure everything out and one of the most stressful things about the last few weeks of my pregnancy and I'm just so excited to have Lindsay on here and answer some questions. You can find her on Instagram and on TikTok and I actually found her on TikTok and thought to myself I need to have her on here because when I have posted when I was pregnant that I had no idea what was going on with maternity leave, I got so many people people seeing the exact same. So if you are pregnant or you are wanting to have a baby sometime soon, this is going to be a great episode for you. So welcome on, Lindsay. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Of course. So let's go over who you are. Where are you from? How did you get into becoming a specialist with this? Because this is very niche. Very, yeah. Very niche. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm one of the only. Um, so um, thanks so much for having me. My name's Lindsay Davis. I'm the founder and the CEO and the everything of The Park Consulting. And I started The Park um about two years ago um it it's really been a roller coaster ride and it's been a lot of different companies along the way several iterations um but it all stemmed from a just an undesirable parental leave process when i had my second daughter I um, didn't get any leave from my company that I was working at. They were super supportive and allowed me to take leave, but they weren't in a position to pay me anything. And so I was reliant on California's benefits and it just did not go well. I thought I had set myself up for success, but I came back to work after getting an extension on my disability because I had postpartum anxiety and depression. And I just did not know what way was up. And I ended up quitting this job that I loved so much after six weeks. And I just felt like there has to be other moms that have experienced this as well. And I've got to figure out a way to fix it. So here we are. I seriously love it so much because it is... I don't know. I feel like California is one of the more generous states, which is very unfortunate because I still feel like it's not remotely close to being yes. in that. <laughs> right. um, yeah, it it's it's so confusing too, especially when you call your company's HR. A lot of the times, they kind of say, "Oh, go to the EDD website." or go kind of figure it out on your own. And it's so frustrating because then you wonder when you go on maternity leave, like, could there have been more? Like, could I have actually taken longer off? Or how could I be paid more for this? So what you're doing is, I can't even say how many times I think that it's amazing. And (laughs) seriously, like, it's so confusing. Like, 
I could go on forever about it. I mean, I was so confused and I like I knew other moms had to be confused too. And mm-hmm. so I just, I can't tell you how many books I read, how many webinars I've been to, how many women I've talked to, how many times I've sat on hold with the EDD to try to oh. get more information. And one day it just clicked and I was like, wait a second, I understand all of this now. Like I have to share this information with other women because I ended up not even applying for paid family leave with both of my pregnancies. And I just didn't even know that that was an option available to me. Like I logged onto my account the other day just to check it out. And I had two applications for disability because I've had two kids and no paid family leave applications. Oh my gosh. I I know. Oh gosh. It's just (laughs) so much money that I just didn't get paid for no reason. Just because I didn't know. Yeah. And, and there's not a lot of places that you can go for it. Yes, you can go to EDD and you can go look at everything. And then there's so many acronyms and it's so intimidating on there. I I feel like they do it on purpose so that you really just don't know what you're doing. Gosh, I, I don't like, know. I feel like <laughs> HR so does bad. it on purpose. So they're like, no, she won't take all the leave that she's supposed to. It's, it's insane. But what you're doing is very accessible too. So you have a couple of ways that you're giving out information. You give out information on TikTok, on social media, but you also have these guides or I mean two guides. You have one that's a guide and then you have one that comes with a consulting call, right? Yeah. Well, they're both the same. It's the same guide, but I um, I encourage people to to buy the guide before a consulting call with me because chances are the guide is going to answer all of your questions. But yes, I I try to put up at least one video on TikTok and um, either share, you know, some sort of content on Instagram every day. And it's, it's like very informative and, and very like info heavy. And sometimes it feels like a lot to me because I'm like, how can I make this more entertaining? Um, because it's like, how can I talk about FMLA and like make people laugh? I'm not sure there's a way. But yeah, I try to share as much in- information as I can on TikTok and Instagram. And then um, very recently, I decided to turn um all the information that I know of in California leave into a guide. And that guide walks you through all of the benefits that you could potentially qualify for as a new parent in California or as a pregnant person in California and all of the paid options that are available to you, as well as all the job protection that's available to you and all of the other types of protections like discrimination against pregnant people right. and things like that. So I talk about all of that in my guide. Um, I think it's like, I mean, I'm biased, but I think it's like the best thing ever. Like I can't imagine. It's exactly what I would have wanted when I was having my kids. And that's what I, the lens that I looked through when I was making it. Yeah. And it's, it's so true that it's so, there's just so much information out there. It's hard to process it too and understand how you're supposed to do it. Like in, I mean, my experience, I'm in California, so I can talk about that experience. I know there are some other friends that I have that are in different states and they get like the six weeks, six to eight weeks after, and then they get the 12 weeks of unpaid FMLA. That's just job protection. And then that's it. 
So a lot of people go back to work after six to eight weeks because they can't afford to do I mean, I don't know anyone that can just afford to take 12 weeks off with no, no one can. Zero, especially in this situation yeah, right now. Yeah, I paid like $8 for a, a dozen of eggs the other day. Like yeah. it's out of control right now. It's horrible. And so in California, I found out through my midwife that I can go on leave at 36 weeks. Yep. But I know some people – that they're like, oh, I'm going to work until like two weeks before. And this is, again, in California. And I'm like, why? <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> oh, because I want to get paid. I'm like, but but California, so in California, you can get paid. You can go on disability at 36 weeks. Yes, there's a waiting period of, I think, 10 days? Seven days, like yeah. Seven so you'll days? be paid for the first seven days, but there's no way around that. So even if you yeah. – wait to go on leave until after your baby is born, the first seven days are still not paid. Yeah. And I mean, having a baby, it's so unpredictable. You don't know when you're actually going to have the baby. Unless you have a scheduled C-section, you know, then that's a different thing. But still, it's, you know, I can't believe it. One of my friends, actually, she had a baby four months before I did. And she went off at 30 eight weeks and she had her baby at 39 weeks. Oh gosh. Like, so she like oh, didn't get any of that same time. <laughs> no, but she didn't even know she could apply for it. Oh, there's so many women that have literally no idea that the, that they can go on leave at 36 weeks. I should look into this because I didn't go on leave at 36 weeks with my first daughter. I did with my second. And I don't know if that's because the law changed or if I just didn't know about it with my first daughter. I should yeah. look into that and find out. Yeah. I mean, I know so many people that don't know. Even one of my other friends, she's pregnant right now. She's due in May. And I had to convince her because she was like, yeah, I'm going to work, you know, 38 weeks. Like, you know, she she can work from home. So she's like, I'll just take some meetings here and there. And I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I do. Like, I promise you, like, this is the first baby. That's the only time you can be a hundred percent selfish and go do whatever you want to do before you're taking care of literally someone else's life for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like the last, the last time that you're going to be alone. Yeah. 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 I do talk to a lot of women though, that prefer to, to stay at work or like they work from home. And so they want to collect that full paycheck because that is, um, one, downfall of California paid family leave and disability insurance is you don't get paid your full paycheck. You're only going to get 60 to 70% of what you make. And so I talked to a lot of women that are like, I'm trying to like make as much money as I can before my baby comes. Or I went to the doctor the other day and and my doctor walked in and I was like, oh my gosh, you're pregnant. And she's like, yeah, and we were chatting and I was telling her all about her benefits and whatnot. (laughs) And I was like, so you're going to go off at 36 weeks? And she's like, no, I'm going to just wait until the baby comes because I can't be at home by myself doing nothing. I need to be here staying busy. And like, I understand that, but I definitely took advantage of those uh, yeah. weeks when I had my kid. <laughs> That's how I am too. Even I clock into work. Once I clock out, I'm out. And I'm like, nope, if I can take time off, I'm going to. Yeah. But yeah, there, are, there actually are a lot of people that they would feel like they're going crazy at home with nothing to do. So That's I guess I understand. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely. So on top of working with individuals, you also work with companies, which I would love to hear more about because my company did not really, they gave me like five different answers every single time I would call HR and it was the most confusing and frustrating thing ever. So how do those conversations look like? Like how do you speak with those companies? Yeah. So this is more or less like how the park originated. My whole goal was to change the culture of workplaces to make them more family friendly. And that's where the name the park comes from. I look at like the park or the playground where we take our kids to go play and how welcoming it is to women. And it's almost more welcoming to women than to men. Like if you Mm -hmm. see a rogue woman at the park, you're like not going to be weirded out. But if you see a rogue man at the park, you're like, what are they doing here? (laughs) (laughs) And I, that is the only place that I can think of that is more welcoming to women than men that wasn't specifically made for women. Wow. Yeah. It's like literally the only place that I can think of. And so my whole goal with creating the park was to make our workplaces as inclusive and welcoming to women as parks are. So that's where that came from. I love that. Um, So yes, I love working with companies because I feel like I can like spread the word of inclusive workplaces with more people when I can work directly with the workplaces. Um, Generally, companies want to know how they can make their parental leave policies better. And I advise them on like, what's the appropriate amount of time for their employee population to be, to take time off. I always advise companies to make their policies gender neutral. So it doesn't matter what gender the parent is. Um, they get the same amount of time. Um, I nix phrases like primary caregiver and secondary caregiver like what the f is that like no um and even birthing parent and non-birthing parent that's like more acceptable i i've seen but i also don't agree with using those terms because the only way that we're ever going to have gender equity in the workplace is if women and men have equitable opportunities and say a woman as the birthing parent gets 6 months of time off when they have their baby even if it's paid and it's amazing yes that's awesome but if the man or the non-birthing parent which is typically the man mm-hmm. only gets like say 6 weeks or 12 weeks and they go back to work that's giving them like four more months of opportunities to get a promotion to look good in front of their boss to get invited to go to this really amazing opportunity that they can go meet people that are going to bring them more opportunity and a higher promotion and a new job while the woman is still at home. So that's why I think it's so, so important that men and women take the same amount of time. That's such and, a good point. Yeah. And we don't think about that. We just think like, oh, you know, the mom needs more time because she's healing herself. But if we want workplace gender equality, like that's, that's not the way it's going to work. Yeah. Um, but I also like, I, t- I, I talk to companies about 
like parental leave is not just the 12 weeks or the 14 weeks that the um, parents take off. It's the weeks and months leading up to parental leave where they're putting together their coverage plan and they're trying to figure out this new place in the world where they're like leaving this job that has been their identity for so long and trying to you know, get everything together before they bring a child into the world. Mm-hmm. Then they have the baby and they go on the typical, you know, leave that we're used to. And then they come back and they're this new person. Like they, they left a woman and they're coming back a working mom. Like those are yeah. two, two different di- identities and it can be a struggle. And so I coach companies on how to make women feel welcome when they come back from work and how to make them feel successful because getting a kid to daycare before you have to drive into the office is an Olympic sport. (laughs) (laughs) And so we can do anything as an organization to support a parent so that they can make that happen. It's, It's a win for the parent and it's a win for the company as well. Yeah, big time. Because I think that's what a lot of people are looking for in companies too. If they're leaving their current company and going somewhere else, that's going to look more enticing. You know, we're flexible on these certain things. And to to add to your point too about, you know, paid parental leave for both mom and dad, it's it's so important because the bonding time too yeah. with the child. I think this this generation is a lot different than maybe like our parents were, where, you know, typical household, mom stays home, dad goes to work, dad changes zero diapers, like doesn't <laughs> really do much of that. But now it's really, really starting to change with a lot of my friends. The dads are so much more involved than – you know, what it used to be. And I think that's super important too, that they get that opportunity and they can help the moms out too. Yeah. Like healing and everything. My, I've, I went through postpartum depression and anxiety and luckily my husband was my rock and I was able to just cry whenever I needed to on him. And he would just let me cry and let me be. And I couldn't imagine if he wasn't here those weeks that he was here. Like it's it's just crazy. And I'm happy that you're having these conversations with these companies because like stuff needs to change. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> like we're no longer in the stone ages. Like no. we need to recognize that women are important parts of corporate America. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much research that shows that when you have women in leadership positions and at the highest like executive positions in the company, that the company will do better because of it. And they're going to do like, they're literally going to make more money than another company that's equivalent that doesn't have women at top leadership positions. So why aren't we leaning into this? Yeah, big time. And I think a lot of companies that are falling behind on times too, it's, I mean, it's going to hurt them in the long run because they're going to have turnover from a lot of the companies that are saying like, okay, we have, we have some sort of an issue here with this. We need to fix it and we need to be able to, you know, be better about it. 
Yeah, the, sure. recruit, the recruiting and the retention tool that policies like parental leave and other family-friendly benefits, even just like a flexible schedule or like being yeah. able to work from home a couple days a week, um, those are huge recruiting and retention tools that companies are starting to recognize because if there's a, you know, a top talent out there and they're interviewing and they have two different job offers on the table and they both are exactly the same, but one offers better parental leave benefits or just any sort of benefits, they're going to go for that job. Yep. And it, and it had nothing to do with salary or if there's a ping pong table in the break room, <laughs> like it's actual benefits that we're looking for. Yeah. Not, you know, pizza on Wednesday. <laughs> are you good? Oh, my husband was walking over. I'm like, you okay. <laughs> um, are you sure? What, what do you What do you need? Oh, <laughs> he's doing our taxes. <laughs> oh gosh, that's fine. I'll do that after. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> He's so funny. $2? Okay. You're getting $2 there. back? I think so. I think that's what he's saying. Oh, my gosh. Oh. My husband keeps, um, <sighs> like, comparing my business to, like, TurboTax. Like, you can get all the information that I provide on the EDD website. You're that's, just paying somebody to make it easier for you, which is exactly actually, like what TurboTax is. Like you can do your own taxes, great, but you can also analogy. pay somebody to make it easier for you. That really is a great analogy because, yeah, sure, I can go online and I can look up all of these things. Yeah, I could print out a thing from the IRS and fill everything out and then mail it in. And but who wants to do? Probably going to owe ten thousand dollars if I do that. Yeah, and you'll probably owe more money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. So I wanted to, I was talking to a friend who she actually works for a company and she works in HR and she is their maternity leave specialist. Oh, amazing. Isn't that the coolest thing ever? There's not a lot of those out there. No, not at all. So she legit, she sent me, um, kind of like a template of what they send to their employees. And I was just like, oh my gosh, why doesn't every company have something like this? That would be amazing. So in California specifically, there's like so many different things because you have, you have disability, which is the four weeks before, six to eight weeks after. And then you have FMLA, paid family leave, and then CFRA? <laughs> yeah. And you've got pregnancy disability leave. <laughs> oh, great. PDL. <laughs> yeah. So what I think the one that's the most confusing, at least in my eyes, is what is the difference between FMLA and CFRA? Yes. Um, I get that question a lot. And like, I will go over like someone's benefits with them in a consulting call and I won't mention FMLA and they'll be like, so where does FMLA fit into this? And I'm like, okay, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> so <laughs> FMLA and CIFRA are basically the same thing, CFRA. Okay. FMLA is the federal policy 
It's the Federal Family Medical Leave Act. So that provides you with 12 weeks of job-protected leave that is unpaid. So when you have a child, you can take 12 weeks off and you can't get fired from your job. That's essentially what the law is. SIFRA mm-hmm. is the same exact thing, except for it has, provides higher protections. In order to qualify for FMLA, you have to work for a company that has 50 or more employees. So if you work for a small company or even a company that has 49 employees, which like isn't that small, you don't qualify. So like they literally could fire you for taking time off for having a baby. Um, And in California, CIFRA offers the same protections, unpaid job protected leave for 12 weeks, but you only have to work for a company that has five or more employees. So if you work for a super small company, they can't fire you. If they have five employees, if you uh, up to 12 weeks off when you have your So baby. can you take both if you work for like a big company? Can you take 12 weeks of FMLA and then 12 weeks of CIFRA? <laughs> this is always the next question people <laughs> ask. So unfortunately, no. FMLA and CIFRA, like they run concurrently. And in California, since CIFRA provides higher protections, FMLA kind of just gets thrown out the door. Like it doesn't really uh, even okay. matter. Um, there are some circumstances where FMLA is going to kick in instead of CIFRA, but it's like, I can't even think of a situation right now, but it has to do with like, I'm trying to think like maybe, oh, like maybe a surrogate could get FMLA because she's taking care of herself. So she's like, she has her own serious medical condition, but she's not like baby bonding. Okay. I hope I'm not saying that incorrectly for everyone that's listening. Forgive me if that was wrong, but I think you understand where I'm getting at. That's so interesting. I had I had no idea that there was a separate one. So my my husband, when we had our daughter, he worked for a very small company that was, I think, not even 20 people were working there. So he didn't know anything about CIFRA. He just knew about FMLA and then paid family leave. So he took four weeks. Actually, he didn't even get paid for it. He should go apply for his paid family leave. <laughs> but it's been a year. Oh, go pay or go go apply. And just so this happened to me. I I've been trying to get in contact with the EDD for like the last eight months, just like everybody else has. And because I didn't get my full disability payment because I got my four extra weeks when my doctor extended it and I didn't get that final payment. And I didn't realize that until like eight months ago. And my daughter is almost two and a half. Oh my God. And I got through to the EDD and basically you just have to appeal and give your reasoning why you're applying late. And you just say, I did not know. And now I know. Wow. Okay. We need to look into that because I know there was a reason why we he didn't apply. Maybe he didn't pay into Casty. Maybe. If he didn't, then he wouldn't uh he wouldn't qualify. But Maybe if he- that's what it was. I'm going to look that up now. Yeah, I feel like we should – let's talk offline. I know. <laughs> we'll figure that this out situation, for you. That situation was just interesting on its own because we – he took four weeks off 
And then <laughs> and then he was going to take eight weeks off when I went back to work because my mother-in-law watches our daughter full time. So we're like, we'll still give her some time. Um, but he ended up taking another job <laughs> like a week after he went back to his previous employer. So that was like a whole nother situation. We're like, whatever, we're going to lose those eight weeks. But well, if he took time off at any point in time, he could still get paid for it through PFL. If he didn't take any time off, Mm -hmm. he, he won't get paid because, um, it is a use it or lose it. Yeah. Benefit. Interesting. So that's the caveat. Like you can, if you've taken, if you took the time off before your baby turned one, like maybe there's still a chance that you could get paid through PFL. But if you didn't take time off, they're not going to double pay you. They're not going to no. We'll, no, because we'll he would check even though you didn't take time off. Yeah. <laughs> Try and really get the system there. Yeah. Um, no, he definitely took four weeks. when Right when she was born, he took four weeks. So well, we'll have to see. But she said the company was too small. The company was too small? And you have to – so the state said that only so many employees – it has to have so many more employees in order to qualify. That's only for job protection. To get paid family leave, there's no employee number requirements. Well, we're going to go to that. (laughs) See, this is why I have a job. Wow. (laughs) See, I mean, live on the spot advice right there. That's why (laughs) it's so confusing. uh, That's why it's worth it to honestly pay someone like you to (laughs) figure this stuff out. Because, I mean, really, everyone is leaving so much money on the table. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's for sure. Are there any states? Because you work all across the U.S., right? Or well, are you just doing California? I So I technically can help like Anyone. anybody because only I think it's 11 states now and D.C. offer any sort of paid leave for new parents. Um, every other state, like basically unless you live on the East Coast or the West Coast, you are not like there's nothing. Um, Colorado does have, um, one that's going to be, it'll take place soon. Like they voted it in. Mm. Um, but like I get DMS on TikTok and Instagram constantly from women that are like, I'm from Texas or I'm from Illinois. Like what kind of benefits do I get here? And it is the worst to have to be like, you get nothing. You like literally the only benefit that they might qualify for is FMLA, and that's not even paid. <laughs> that's unpaid. You have to have worked at your company a year. You have to have worked at least twelve hundred and fifty hours over that year, and your company has to employ fifty people. So if wow. you don't, if you don't have, if you don't qualify, then like legally your employer can fire you. I always tell everybody though that like. Just because you don't qualify doesn't mean you you are going to get fired. Like your company doesn't <laughs> want to fire you. Like no. it, as as long as you're like communicating with your managers and like letting them know what your plan is and and telling them that you want to come back and that you enjoy working there, chances are they're not going to fire you. It's it's only no. you know in those select circumstances where they might, um, but it is. BS that at a federal level, like 
I think only 41% of the country qualifies. For wow. Yeah. Yeah. That needs to, that needs to change. Yeah. <laughs> that really needs to change. It just, I don't know. It blows my mind. And then you hear of like other countries that they have it so completely different. I know someone that I went to high school with, she lives in Denmark. Oh yeah. The Scandinavian countries have it really good. They've figured it out. Yeah. And they have got a great leave for both parents too. So yeah, I've read that. I don't know in what country it, it is, but, um, the government has put in policies that almost require the man or the dad in the relationship Mm -hmm. to take a certain amount of time. And like they are scolded in society if they don't. So like the culture for them is that like, you're a bad dad if you don't take all of your time off. Wow. Whereas it's the complete opposite here. Whereas so many dads that even have paid family leave either like through their state, like California or through their employer, they won't take it because they feel like they're going to be discriminated against if they take their full leave. And we just have to figure out a way to change the culture here because that is not going to work. Yeah, seriously. I mean, that's, that's why, again, it's so important to be able to have someone like you, not only for your benefit, you know, if you're the one having the baby, but whoever your partner is, like yeah. you need some type of support. Like I, I seriously could not imagine if I didn't have like my husband here those first four weeks. Oh my gosh. I know. That's just I know. The, the crazy time. And like you said, you don't even know like where up and down is. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. in, I'm like, oh, what day is it? <laughs> My daughters are four and two, and I'm I'm trying to figure it out still. Oh, <laughs> in the very best way. I feel like yeah. I go on so many podcasts, and I, like we just talk about all the challenges of motherhood, and I'm like, but it's also so wonderful. Like, let's remember to oh. talk about how amazing it is, and totally. Like, when your kids do things that just like make your heart melt, it makes it so much. Like, oh, it makes it worth it. Times so a million. <laughs> so much. Right now, it's such. My daughter just turned one. And it's, oh, congratulations. That's, That's a big eight. milestone. <laughs> yeah, I know. We raised a kid. Holy moly. <laughs> we did it. Um, but she's so much fun right now. Like, her personality has come out so much, and she does like little squeals and is like oh. so excited when she sees people. When my husband walks through the door, she like literally screams and goes, Dada, like crawls over to him. And we, my husband and I are both just like, Oh my God. I know. How can you not know? And like, be so happy when you walk in the door and they're like, Mommy. I know. You're like, Okay, this Mm -hmm. is good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Thank you for coming on. Yeah, right? thank you so much. I this was so much fun. I felt like I was just like chatting with a girlfriend. That's beautiful. That's how I like to keep it. <laughs> but stories like this, I mean, you went from being that working mom for I mean, what, you did 6 weeks 
and then you were done, yeah. right? Well, that so I I I managed to do it with my first daughter. I don't know how. I mean, I had the perfect setup. I was working part time from home, oh, nice. and I was working for a nonprofit that supported families, and so like I had the perfect situation and I still couldn't make it work once I had yeah. my second daughter. I mean, throw a pandemic in there and things really get yeah. wild. Um, so yeah, having my second daughter, I went back to work for six weeks and that's when I was just like, I, I this isn't worth it to me anymore. My, yeah. like, everything was depleting and I was not being a good mom. I wasn't being a good wife, good friend. And I definitely wasn't being a good employee. And so that's why I decided I got to go. But I mean, I'm so glad that I did because it's turned into this like amazing business that I could have never imagined. Yeah, which is seriously amazing. I'm going to link your um, your website, your Instagram, your TikTok. I'm going to link that all in the show notes of this too. So if anyone out there needs some help, Lindsay can definitely help her. I mean, she's just a wealth of knowledge. So Thanks. Yeah, please. I love talking to moms. So DM me, email me. I, I, I respond to everything. I'm like still in that stage where I'm like so excited that someone DMs me. And so I respond to everything. That's the best. I do that too. I'm like, if I don't respond to a DM, DM me again. So all right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.